Hey guys, on this uh, special edition of Secrets to Scaling Online, I got to talk to Kyle Sellerud, who's a YouTube ads expert. Uh, he's from the agency AdLeg. Uh, we talked all the way from YouTube camping creation all the way to optimizing. Uh, what a pleasure. Um, if you guys have ever thought about YouTube ads, um, this is the episode for you. These are truly unprecedented times, and we don't know what the future is going to look like. What we do know is that there's hope. With every downturn in the market, there are companies who will make it and those who won't. With all of that being said, we will be putting on weekly, if not more than weekly webinars, where we talk about what funding is available during times like these, how to pivot your business, what types of marketing messaging to use in times of crisis, and more. Join us at mindfulmarketing.co slash free dash webinar. Now onto today's show. All right, Kyle Sullerud from AdLeg, welcome to Seekers to Scaling Online. Thank you, glad <laughs> so, to be here. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you're a bit of a different guest than we would normally have on. Um, you actually run a YouTube ads agency, is that right? That's right. Cool, cool, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so uh, start, actually started out as more of a Google ads agency, um, evolved into a YouTube ad agency mostly because there was such a huge need. Um, Google ads has been around for 20 years. YouTube ads has not been around as long, of course, and not as many people are using it. So that means not as many agencies have that experience. Um, so I was lucky enough to have some clients that needed YouTube ads and have, have developed the agency from there and now focusing mostly on YouTube ads. Cool. Let's, let's talk about who should use YouTube ads. Like, is this for every kind of business out there or, or like what, what are, what are some good use cases for people to use YouTube ads? Well, any business that wants uh, more customers. <laughs> um, <laughs> good answer. So really, um, no, I mean, it's, it's not for everyone. I would say YouTube ads is more for a business that, that has a, a sales process in place. Okay. Okay. You need a way to convert the people clicking on your ad and coming to your website. You need a way to convert them into customers. Okay. So most of the clients I work with, we are doing lead generation of some okay. sort, um, generating the leads. And then they already have a system built up to convert those leads into customers. Yeah. Um, aside from that, I mean, if you're looking at it for e-commerce, you need to have a way to to convert those website visitors into buyers, either by having a good, well-optimized uh, website, or maybe you're retargeting. Uh, you can retarget on YouTube and also on Facebook, or maybe you're getting people on your email list and then selling them through email. Okay. Um, but I would make sure you have a way to, to capture revenue before you start with YouTube ads, because it, it can be expensive if you don't know what you're doing and if you're not able to convert those clicks into revenue. Okay, let's talk about some things that we can do that uh, some like sort of special things that you can do with YouTube ads that you couldn't necessarily do on Facebook. I mean, most people who are listening to this advertise on Facebook, Instagram, maybe even Google search. What can they do on YouTube that's different? Yeah, so of course, uh, YouTube is owned by Google. And because of that, uh, the systems are integrated. It, it's the same platform. If you're doing Google search ads 
it's the exact same platform. You just set up a video ad campaign instead of a search ad campaign. Okay, so we just go straight into the Google Ads backend, just like I would set up a search campaign. Exactly. So one uh, huge benefit, because it's all Google, is you can target people on YouTube based on what they're searching for on Google. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, so, so let's say someone's uh, going to Google and searching for where to buy uh, toilet paper. Um, and you happen to have a company that has an abundance of toilet paper to sell. Okay, you can actually go to YouTube and create an audience of people based on these search terms. Okay, I, I, I'm looking for people who are searching for toilet paper on Google. I wanna put those people into an audience and target them on YouTube. Okay, okay. Now, it's not precise, it's, it's not perfect, okay? You are not, let's say we created an audience of people who are searching for where to buy toilet paper. Um, on YouTube, the people who actually see your ad, it's not only gonna be people who have searched for those keywords on Google, okay? okay. What, what they do is say, okay, these are the people who have searched for these, these keywords on Google. These people have these things in common. Let's create an audience of all the other people who have these same things in common. Okay, right. so it's, like it's look mostly like based on the keywords. It's just not perfect. Just kind of a warning I wanna put out there. The, this type of targeting with YouTube is not ever gonna be perfect. It's not going to be 100%. It's more based on the general uh, things that people have in common. That's, that's how these audiences are put together with YouTube. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so what are some other ways that you can target it? I've, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I'm not a YouTube expert, but um, can you show uh, videos to people who actually search something specifically on YouTube? Yeah. So it's the same type of thing. Uh, yes, that is a, a targeting option. Again, it's not perfect. Okay. If I'm trying to target a keyword from YouTube, yes, it'll probably show my ad to people who have searched for that keyword. It'll also show my ad to people who are similar to those people who have searched for that keyword. Gotcha, okay, okay. Um, why does Google have so much control? Like well, over that, like why, like, cause with search ads, you can be like incredibly specific. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're just trying to make sure that th there are enough people in the audience to actually gotcha. target. If, if you get too specific and the audience is too small, th the ads just aren't going to work at all. Okay, they're not even going to serve. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, what are some other differences of, of how people can target on YouTube comparatively to Facebook? Well, you can also target specific channels and specific videos. Okay. So if I have a product that would appeal to people watching a specific channel, yeah. I can tell Google to only show my ad on that channel. Okay. Okay, cool. That's great. So what have you found as far as placement? And then, and then let's uh, like to round it out. There's then there's all of the interest based and the in-market uh, based uh, placements as well. Correct. Right. So, so Google has a, a library of audiences you can choose from. Uh, interest based, meaning someone over time has shown an interest in a certain topic. 
and then also in-market based, meaning they're actively researching a certain type of product or service. Yeah. So those, those lists are constantly being updated and changing. Um, because of that, they can work pretty well over time. You, you can target the same, the same audience on YouTube. And because it's constantly being ref refreshed and replenished, uh, those campaigns can keep running indefinitely because there's always new people coming onto those lists. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. What have you found is the most effective as far as lead generation is concerned? So if there are channels to target or videos to target, um, that is most effective. So that's okay. called placement targeting. Okay. So, so if, if I'm selling a product that appeals to, uh, you know, real estate investors, let's say, yeah. and I'm targeting channels that are specifically about real estate investing, they're being watched by real estate investors. Those are going to be the best. Uh, because not only are you ca are you targeting the right audience of real estate investors, okay, that's a given because they're watching those channels. Yeah, you're also targeting them at the exact time they're consuming other content about real estate investing. Awesome. So they're in the right frame of mind for your specific offer. Yeah. So when that's possible, that's that's the best type of targeting. I mean that that's not always possible. Of course, they're there needs to be big channels, popular videos on YouTube about certain topics. Yeah. Um, but definitely that, that would be number one when you can do it. Cool. Cool. That's great. Um, what types of um, creative work well with YouTube? Like what, obviously videos, <laughs> but what, like what, what types of videos work well? It's really all over the place. Um, I, I have a, a swipe file that I, I keep track of, of good ads that I see and, and that other people send me. And it's really all over the place, anywhere from highly produced uh, ads that, you know, you've probably seen ads for like purple mattress and like different soap ads and like old spice ads and these things that have million dollar budgets behind them. Yeah. Hey, those can work well. Um, you can also find ads where it's literally just like a Google slideshow that someone is going through and showing pictures of something. Maybe they're talking, maybe they're not. Like it, it can be the, the jankiest ad in the world that you'd never want anyone to know you were the person who made the ad, but it, it could really work well. You don't have to put a lot of money behind these ads. It's, yeah. it's more about the, the messaging and appealing to, the, to, to people's desires, showing them something that would interest them yeah, and getting them to take that next step of clicking on the ad. Yeah. When do you get charged on YouTube? You pay per view. Okay. Meaning someone has watched 30 seconds or more of the ad. So if well, your app gets skipped once they, they once they've gotten to 30 seconds or more. Correct. Wow. So if they skip the ad before that time, then you don't get charged. Wow. That's crazy. So do you do anything to make sure people don't get to 30 seconds who are, who shouldn't be interested? Yeah. That, so that'll be one of the key points of an ad is to try to identify your target customer 
at the beginning. Okay. Uh, you know, some people say, or they might think that you should do this big attention getter at the beginning to, to keep people interested in, in watching the ad. Um, I'd much rather say something or do something that would identify my target customer. Yeah. So that those people feel special. They feel singled out and they, they want to watch the ad because it keeps their interest. But then that also repels everyone else who is not my target customer. And then hopefully those people skip the ad before 30 seconds and I don't have to pay. So usually what you see, um, there's a metric called view rate telling you how many people watched at least 30 seconds of the ad. Yeah. Uh, usually that'll be between 20% and 30% will actually make it to 30 seconds of the ad. Okay. That seems so pretty that helpful. means 70% of the people who, who started watching the ad, they skipped it and you don't pay for those at all. Wow. Wow. But I mean, like even that, that view rate seems pretty high, 20 to 30% of people watch up to 30 seconds. Um, that's a different kind of audience than than they are on Facebook, right? Like how many times would you get people to watch 30 seconds of a video? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one thing about YouTube in general. People, they are there to consume content. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, with, with Facebook, you have people who who are just pulling out their phone at any given moment to kill five seconds, like God forbid they're bored for five seconds. <laughs> so they, they look at Facebook and, um, and that's all you get sometimes on YouTube. They're actually sitting down and they're ready to, to consume some content. So if you put something in front of them that is interesting, yeah, there's, there's a good chance they'll watch it. Now, not everyone pays attention. Maybe they, just like a TV commercial, maybe they ran to go do something when the ad started yeah. And they didn't actually watch it, but that still counts as a view, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, you actually get really high view rates if you're targeting the wrong type of videos. Uh, oh, I look at accounts that. sometimes that have a really high view rate, 60%, 70%. Before I even look at what's going on, I can tell you what the problem is, and that's that they're targeting kids' channels. And they're targeting like music, music channels and not intentionally they're, they're targeting keywords or something like that, but that's where their ads are showing is on these like kids and music channels. How do they stop that? Well, you can add uh, a list of channels to exclude. Okay. So like my agency, um, I've been building up these lists over time and I have probably about 5,000 kids channels and music video channels that we exclude right from the start of every campaign. And then I have someone on my team who every week goes into every account, looks at where the videos showed and they keep adding to the list finding any music channel or kids channel that, that the ads showed up on. We apply that across all the clients accounts. We add it to the master list. Um, So we have a pretty good handle on it. The other way is to only target specific placements, you know, that are not kids and music channels. But again, you can't always do that. So it, it can be like a game of whack-a-mole a lot of the yeah. time. 
where you need to keep an eye on where your ads are actually showing and then exclude places that are not good. Yeah. Hey, I know you're not focused on e-commerce, but most of our audience is, is e-commerce. Can you explain a simple campaign setup um, or a type of YouTube ad that they would use? Yeah, so so you'd, you'd want to, uh, Google can track everything, right? They can track your sales, especially if you're already running Google ads, you probably have conversion tracking set up where Google is reporting the number of sales that come from your ads. So when you're setting up a new YouTube ad campaign, you can select that as the goal of the campaign. You can select sales as the goal of the campaign. Okay, cool. Um, another option. So let, let's say maybe even for e-commerce, maybe your goal is just to, to get people on your email list to start with. Okay. If that's the case, you could select leads as the goal. Okay. So, so that's like the very first thing you do before you even select that it's going to be a video campaign. You have to select what the goal of the campaign is. Okay. Yeah. So you're selecting sales as the goal and then you say, okay, I want to do a video campaign and then you, you set up that campaign through, you know, I, I wouldn't say to just, uh, to just follow all of Google's like step-by-step instructions to set it up because that's not necessarily going to, to give you the best campaign. But if you really are dying to try it out, you can do that. I just set a low budget. Yeah. Um, make sure that you are looking at the placements that your ads show on and make sure you're not wasting a bunch of money. And then you can kind of start to see how the, how the ads are going to work. Um, But the main thing is to set the goal as sales. And then that will, Google will help then to optimize the campaign for sales. Um, Especially if you already have some sales data in your account from running search ads or display ads. Does it matter if you have Google Analytics data or does it need to be Google Ads data? Well, you can import uh, your analytics data into your ad account. Uh, I don't like analytics. I've found that installing the codes directly from Google Ads is more accurate. Okay. Good to either know. Would, either would, would work in theory. Um, you just need the, the, the ad account just needs to be reporting on conversions, whether those are directly coming from the Google ads code or you're importing them from somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, you need that conversion data because then Google will help you optimize these campaigns and they will try to show your ads to people who are more likely to, to purchase. Yeah. And over time that, that can get better and better. Awesome. Do you have a favorite tool that you use to manage or do you just use uh, like Google ads manager? I just use the Google ads manager. Um, I do have my own software for researching keywords and placements. So if, if I'm trying to target specific videos or channels, one way is to go to Google to YouTube and search and try to find a bunch of videos and channels. Um, I also have, my own software that does this and gives me like hundreds at a time. So I'd say that's something you, my biased uh, opinion of my favorite tool is that, but (laughs) I really built, I built that software because of how how helpful it was to me because I literally was hiring people 
to go to YouTube and compile these lists of videos one yeah. at a time. Um, but now I, now that my people that I, that work for me use my software and it's a hundred times faster. That's awesome. Is that software you have for sale? Yeah. If you, if you go to software.adleg.com, you can find that there. There's, cool. it's a, a little collection of tools, some of them specific to Google search and then a couple of them specific to YouTube ads. Yeah. You have like the negative keyword finder and mm -hmm. some yeah, other ones. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's how I got on your email list. Oh, <laughs> Nice. I've actually, I've, I've read Kyle's emails for like probably a couple of years, maybe even a few years. <laughs> so that's how we, uh, how I first got to get to know him. <laughs> um, anything else you want to impart to our audience today? So I think one thing to keep in mind with YouTube is that people really are there to spend time and they are paying attention. So if you're giving them something, uh, entertaining or educational and something that's relevant to them, there is a, a relatively high likelihood that they will pay attention. They'll consume what you're putting in front of them. They'll take the next step, go to your website and probably spend a, a good amount of time on your website because they weren't in the middle of doing something like they oh. were, they were already planning to sit down watch some videos and, and kill some time. Yeah. So if you give them a, a new, more exciting way to kill time than the newest dude perfect video they were about to watch, um, you know, there's a good chance they'll take that journey with you and then hopefully turn into a customer. That's awesome. That's great. And where can people find out more about you if they want to get into YouTube ads or um, uh, potentially hire you? So if you go to my website, adleg.com, you'll find some different resources there, some different training, um, my software, my done-for-you services. And I'd also recommend finding my podcast, which is called Google Ads Strategy. If you search for that in, in any podcast player, you should find that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Kyle. Really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. These are really unprecedented times and we don't know what the future is going to look like. What we do know is that there's hope. With every downturn in the market, there's companies who are going to make it and those who won't. With all that being said, we'll be putting on weekly, if not more than weekly webinars where we talk about what funding is available during times like these, how to pivot your business, what types of marketing messaging to use in times of crisis and more. Join us at mindfulmarketing.co slash free dash webinar. Thanks so much.